Hey there, and welcome to the Unlikely Artist Podcast, where I'll teach you how to gain the freedom you need to become who you want, instead of who you've been telling yourself you need to be. I'm Heather Kerr. I went from international tax to art and coaching because those are the things I've been yearning to do. Listen in to find out how you can start doing what you love to in slow, easy steps each week. Let's dive in now. The more I coach, the more clear it becomes that planning things and sticking to that plan is not the secret to a happy life. That's why we're going to talk today about the spontaneous life. This came up for me yesterday when I was coaching a client. She was part of a business group and they wanted her to define her life's purpose, her vision for the future, create a vision board, and then create a bunch of visual prompts for taking intentional actions to make it all happen. They basically wanted her to develop a script for her life. All of this, understandably, felt overwhelming, pressured, and not very useful to her. And here's why. In order to do this exercise, she'd need to decide today where she wants to be in the future. She'd need to come up with a clear picture of it and define the steps to get there. In other words, she'd be mapping out a road from point A, where she is now, to point B, where she wants to be then she'd need to map out the logical steps from point A to point B. Kind of makes sense, right? Well, no, not if she wants to live the most expansive, happy life she can. The truth is we can't navigate a whole life from point A to point B all defined ahead of time. It's not possible. Planning this way definitely gives us a feeling of control, but it's an artificial one. We can't see everything in advance. We can't even predict what will be like, what we'll want in a month, a year, or a decade from now. Because as we live our lives, we learn and we grow and we become fundamentally different. We are changed by our experiences. I don't know about you. I know I'm fundamentally different than I was a decade ago when I was a stressed out international tax lawyer and the farthest thing from calm. There's nothing I knew then that could have helped me plan how to get from there to here, or to even know then that here, where I am now, was a remotely possible destination for me. You might be able to see this by looking at your own life. Think of a time when you felt really happy, engaged, fulfilled. Now, Look, 10 years before that happy time, could you have mapped out 10 years before then? Could you have mapped out a plan about how you'd get from where you were to that fulfilled, happy spot 10 years later? I'm guessing the answer is no. It wouldn't have been possible. A plan to go from A to B doesn't allow for new learnings, new discoveries, the influence of new people you meet. It doesn't allow for a change to your mental processes. It shuts out your intuition, your gut feelings, your dreams, and anything that comes from your subconscious, anything that comes from your own inner knowing or your spiritual self. 
A plan forces you to rely strictly on logic, but logical analytical processes can only be based on what you already know now as you plan. It can't incorporate what you don't know yet. It can't incorporate what you'd create with a skill you develop along the way. It can't incorporate all the amazing things in life that seem to arise from nowhere. So what's the alternative? Instead of obsessing about figuring out now exactly where you want to be savvy souls and planning all the specific steps to get there, you can choose a spontaneous life. Let's talk about what I mean by that. You know, I like my words. Let's look at the word spontaneous or the expression being spontaneous. It means coming from or creating from a natural impulse or tendency without effort or premeditation, being natural, unconstrained, unplanned, happening in a natural, often sudden way, without planning or being forced. Or my favorite definition, being open to spontaneous events and allowing our mind time to reflect on things rather than rushing from the planned action to the next. I think sometimes we think of spontaneous as acting from impulse or without thought. I don't think that's quite accurate. It's more acting from what we know at the particular moment we choose to act. If we're spontaneous, we adopt an attitude of openness. We're alert for new ideas. We're unconstrained by a rigid agenda. We're sensitive to the knowing in our bodies. We're open to our bodies saying, yes, this, or no, not this. We're open to our intuition conveying information or suggesting we explore something a little bit more before we decide. Being spontaneous is not acting without thoughts. It's not us relentlessly holding on to a bunch of thoughts we had previously and letting those constrain our choices today. It's us thinking the best way we can in each moment, being open to the truth that keeps revealing itself to us. I think being spontaneous as being willing to take into account everything I know now, the skills I've developed so far, the wisdom I've gleaned from my recent experiences, the things I've learned from trying new things, whether they work or not. I know there are a bunch of planners amongst you, and you might be thinking, it's crazy to not plan anything. I love to plan. That's how I get things done. It's very effective for me. And I say back to you, that's totally cool. Planning can definitely be an effective tool. It can be a framework for the action you take. It can be a tool that helps you get done all the things you want to do. By all means, plan just as much as you fancy, as much as you find useful to keep you motivated and moving forward. But watch out for rigidity in your planning. Watch out for your attachment to a plan you come up with and that no longer motivates you the way it did when you planned it. A plan that couldn't have guessed where you'd be today, what skills you'd have today, what additional knowledge you've accumulated. Let your plan just be a tool you use as long as the plan is useful. Be willing to let go of your plan when it's not useful and move on 
to something else. I can only think of all of the jobs I left. Those jobs fit into my plan at one time, and then suddenly they didn't because something else was better. Back to my client's situation, the one I described at the beginning of this episode. The exercise she was asked to participate in started with her deciding today, her life's purpose. That's such a big ask, right? And it required her to develop a specific vision now of what her life would look like when she's living her purpose. This kind of exercise is fine if you've been waking up in the middle of the night with a strong yearning and knowing what I really want to do is to be on stage in front of a thousand people. I want to be a well-known keynote speaker five years from now. Or what I really want to do is move to France and run a restaurant in a small village where I live. Hey, if that's where you are, that's totally cool. Because it comes from a place of you knowing now, hey, I'd like to experience this. I'd like to plan for this. I'd like to give it a go. That plan would be you coming from everything you know now. By all means, try it out. Even spend time imagining you as this future self. That actually can be a really useful exercise because you trick your brain into believing you already are that person. And being that person now can help you get there. But even then, when you do know what you want to do, when you do have this purpose in mind, when you do have this vision, even then be flexible. Don't rigidly stick to this plan. Keep taking into account everything you know. Where this kind of exercise my client was asked to do is unhelpful is if you don't already know what you want to do, if you don't already know your life's purpose, which the truth is most of us don't know our life's purpose. Most of us don't have a clear vision of where we want to be in 10 years. And that's okay. That's normal. Because whether you know these things or not, whether you make a big plan now or not, your plans will change. They'll change as you change. What you want when you're 20 will be different from what you want when you're 30. What you want when you're 50 will be different from what you want when you're 60 or 70 or 80. And that's normal. That's a beautiful thing. The human experience is all about learning as you go, evolving as you go, becoming wiser as you go, knowing who you are as you go. And that's fabulous. That's what makes life surprising and rich and frustrating and challenging and funny and joyful and rewarding. I know for myself, I used to rigidly make plans and stick to them, but all my best moves happened when I changed the plan, when I decided, oh, I thought this is what I wanted, and maybe it was for a while. I thought this was the approach I wanted to take, and maybe it was for a while, but now I know X or Y or Z, and I want to try this other thing instead, this new thing is the best option for me right now. It's the best decision I can make now. Tomorrow, who knows? Today, this is what I'm doing. The best road to happiness, Savvy Souls, is keep making the best choices you can make now. Know this, you're never stuck doing something 
just because you decided earlier to do it. You're never stuck if there's a better choice now. Live with just a little bit more spontaneity, my friends. Love you guys. See you next time. So if you're energized by the possibilities you're hearing about on this podcast, but you're wondering how it's possible to actually make what you've been fantasizing about doing actually happen, I'd love you to join me for a free strategy session where we'll talk about coaching together. We'll explore how you can start making what you want possible by taking small, easy steps that add up to something amazing. Just click on the link in the show notes below this episode to book your free call. I'd love to meet you live. And all my listeners, remember, it's finally your time to do what you want.